Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's uh, in Australia where we find uh, Junior Polu Leo Luganga, who, of course, former uh, Manu Samoa Chiefs and Blues halfback, is uh, well qualified to talk to us on uh, Moana Pacifica and their Super Rugby campaign this year. And tomorrow, of course, they have a golden opportunity at 4.10 in Apia. In Apia, I, I uh, repeat, um, to uh, take on uh, the Queensland Reds, who are battling, I think it's fair to say. And uh, their head coach, Brad Thorne, has uh, almost already stated in the media, I think I've probably taken this uh, squad as far as I possibly can um, after their uh, recent results. So, uh, Junior, it's a big welcome to you. Uh, we find you in Brisbane. To, uh, tell us a wee bit how you've ended up there. Hey, good day, Smithy. Uh, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, so uh, me and the family made the big move over to Brisbane just before Christmas last year. And um, at the moment, um, I'm doing some coaching at an academy camp up in uh, on the coast of central Queensland in Yapoon. Okay. Um, what, what attracted you there? Um, well, the lifestyle changed, to be honest. Uh, we've got five kids, three of them under five, and, uh, you know, we thought that um, might be a good opportunity to uh, cross the ditch and, and raise the younger ones here. Um, and um, so far, it's been really, really good. Uh, my family's got uh, siblings here as well, so that's made the transition really smooth. Excellent. Okay, good to know that uh, you're happy and you're set up over there. Yeah. Uh, Junior, we're, we're looking very, very uh, closely at, uh, in particular, Moana Pacifica and their campaign this year. It's been a, a case of, uh, I think, two games that got away on them. They blew the game against Fiji Drua right from the outset in game one, and then uh, they went very, very close against the force. So I think they perhaps should have had a win by now. Yeah, I've been um, keeping tabs on them from this other ditch and, um, you know, what I've been really impressed with is that they've been um, trucking along quite nicely. I uh, haven't been getting the wins, but um, they've been able to put out a, a pretty much a consistent team throughout and um, a couple of close losses almost had their game uh, last weekend against Crusaders and I think they are due for a win and um, to make it even better where they're playing uh, in, in the islands, I think um, you know I'm pretty feeling pretty confident that they could come away with the win, especially against the Reds. So yeah, really looking forward tell to us, that. Tell us how big you think this is going to be in RPA tomorrow afternoon. Oh, it's going to have a huge effect. I think you can just look at um, the Fijian Fijian Jurua team and their home games. Look at the crowd, the amazing support that they've been getting, and and then that just uh, transfers into the performance of the team on the field, and. Um, I've been seeing a lot of the social media stuff with the Moana team being uh, in and amongst it over in Samoa, seeing the boys uh, dancing with the supporters and going to a few corporate events. And it's going to be huge, um, not only for Moana, but for Samoa rugby as well, especially with uh, the local boy, Miracle, um, who gets to play in front of his family and friends as well in Samoa. 
That's a that's an interesting point actually um, uh, of uh, being at home as such, and I say that with an inverted commas because uh, a lot of of the Moana Pacifica squad, um, of course, are not based there, have never been based there. Um, you know, uh, uh, there's a big Hastings Boys High contingent in there, uh, Junior, who have never probably set foot um, in Manus uh, in Samoa as such. So for them, uh, it's not quite a homecoming, but it's a different feeling. Yeah, well, that's the opportunities that this um, Moana Pacifica team brings uh, to the players. Um, allows them to to travel uh, back to their, you know, their the country their parents uh, were born in, you know, their heritage. So it allows them to um, travel there, get to meet their family that they've never met before as well, and uh, just immerse themselves in, in the culture. And uh, you know, it's brilliant. I just can't wait for the game in the weekend. Um, it's going to be huge, and uh, you know, really really happy that uh, just to actually see all the smiles on their faces you know you can tell that they're loving it they're getting amongst it and um, you know it's only one more sleep to go before the big game tomorrow How have you felt uh, Aaron Majors and this uh, co-coaches have gone with the squad so far over the, the season and a half that they've been in here Yeah it hasn't been easy it hasn't been easy uh, but what they have had is a lot of time they've had a full off season and pre-season uh, program with the players. Um, a lot of the core group have come back from last year as well, and it's been really tough for them. Um, set piece has been struggling. Um, the scrums and the lineouts, but they do have the ability. They just need a little bit more time together. Um, but there have been some standout players, and saying that, especially in the backs with uh, the midfield combo, and um, you know they got a new coach in Damian Corona on board as well. And um, they're just starting to slowly, you know, it was always going to be more than a two-year plan, um, looking at a three- to five-year plan before we actually see the fruits of, the, of this team. Um, and, you know, second year, I'm pretty happy with where they're trucking along. They haven't been getting the wins, but they have shown a lot of potential. And that just showed last week against Crusaders where they nearly tipped them over at home. So, yeah, expecting a really big one tomorrow. So how important, um, you know, with your background, of course, um, particularly your, your heritage there, how important is it uh, for a big result in terms of uh, the pathway, the growth for Moana Pacifica? How important is it for them to perform well with credibility tomorrow? It's vitally important uh, in order for us to, to retain our own local talent um, in the Super Rugby Pacifica competition. Um, there, at the moment, there's a lot of old boys, so they've had a, they've organised a Manusamo old boys reunion um, in the same weekend, and that's really good to try and help promote and just show the support that they have for this team um, and the pathway. You can just have a miracle is a perfect example. The Fijian draw team as well, they're full of locals. So this is an opportunity um, for the locals to see that there is a genuine pathway. If they do perform well, you know, they could get a Super Rugby contract in, in place. So, and hopefully we'll be able to hold on to them and not um, lose the ones that go to uh, play overseas. So there is a genuine pathway. Miracle is a perfect example of that, like I said before. And um, having them play at home in front of them is awesome. And it's just going to, you know, allow those younger players, um, the ones that are in their last year of school and the ones playing in the local club competition, you know, for them to see them, you know, in person, see it live. It's just going to inspire them to want to play for uh, for Moana Pacifica. You mentioned uh, Miracle at six tomorrow. Uh, the, the skipper, uh, Solomone Funaki, 
uh, is, mm. is uh, at, at eight. And there's a very interesting selection. The first start uh, for Nico Jones, of course, son of uh, Sir Michael Jones, who was, I imagine, revered uh, in the island, Sir Michael Jones. So for Nico, it'll be a big moment. Yeah, I saw that. And, uh, you know, he's he's been in and around the squad. He's been really patient, and I heard he's been re- working really hard at, at trainings. I think he played a couple of games during preseason, but now he gets his opportunity to play his first game, you know, in Samoa, where his dad's from. Um, and it's going to be huge for the family there. It's going to be emotional as well, and that's going to be a really important part for Nico and the team is to try and control their emotions in a, in a big game like that. But it's going to be a really proud moment for um, for Nico and uh, Michael Jones, Sir Michael and, and the family, for sure. How have you looked at the half situation? Uh, tomorrow they're going with uh, Lincoln McClutchy at 10 and uh, Eddie Anadi at 9. How have you looked at uh, the way that the, the pivots, the playmakers have been performing? Yeah, I'm a big fan of uh, Anari. He executes the basics really well. Um, he's fit. He gets, the, gets around the park pretty, pretty quickly. Um, very good pass on him as well. And his combination, they've been together for the majority of the games. And um, him and Lincoln, um, I think at times they could probably manage that middle part of the field a little bit better. Um, it might be part of their game plan where they really, really want to attack from that midfield part. Um, but in saying that, you know, they've... You know, they've been tasked to try and lead the team around the park based on, on what their game plan is. And, and I think they're going OK, but I hope they do step it up another notch um, heading towards uh, the last part of the season. Obviously, their opponents uh, tomorrow are the Reds. And uh, as Brad Thorne has stated very publicly, he's um, he's a bit baffled about where they're at at the moment after a couple of heavy losses. Uh, it's probably, I guess you've only been there, as you say, since just prior to Christmas, but it's the team closest to you. How, how much exposure have you detected for the Reds in a very competitive sporting market? Just how big are the Reds as such? Struggling. From my observations, being in Brisbane, it's just all NRL. Doesn't help that the Reds, um, you know, aren't winning games as well. Um, the crowd numbers prove that as well, and the quality of the rugby as well in the Premier competition isn't the greatest too. So it's not, um, it's not a good marketing tool for them. And um, the private school competition is, um, yeah, just years beyond where. Um, where the top team is at the moment, so I think, um, yeah, I think a change is going to be going to happen pretty sooner rather than later. But at the moment, um, it's all rugby league um, in Brisbane, especially with the Dolphins so how do you, included. Yeah, the Dolphins exactly. Wayne yeah. Bennett's Dolphins. Yeah. I was just going to say. Mm. So yeah. here's the thing, uh, Junior. What have you noticed about going in and then coaching at the level you're coaching at now? Um, because in New Zealand, we're surmising it and we're a little bit worried about the club footy, um, the numbers in club footy, the direction of club footy, etc. and its impact. You're in at that level uh, with some of the coaching you're doing. How have you found it Queensland-wise? Yeah, so I work, um, I've got a rugby development role with Sunnybank Rugby Club and it's one of the premier clubs that play in the premier competition. And since being here and observing training and talking with coaches, I've had a really good insight on the junior space and the senior space. And the biggest um, thing that I've identified is the quality of coaching that they're getting. Um, Mm -hmm. Some of the coaches are standoffish. 
they come across like they don't want to change the really old school. And you'll only get that quality, the quality coaching when you get to the higher level, the high performance stuff. But at the moment, the grassroots stuff, which is the important part for, you know, Australia, uh, Rugby Australia to do really well, that's where they're lacking uh, massively. And I've shared that with, with a few people as well around my concerns. And um, that's, you know, uh, a space where I really want to try and make a big impact because what they're getting um, at the grassroots level is, um, yeah, it's just not um, not where it needs to be in order for these guys to grow and develop. That's, that's what's, what's um, yeah. Junior, what's the uh, the island Pacific uh, uh, participation level like there in terms of the islanders playing there, as opposed to uh, say uh, Australian um, born rugby players as such? What what is the influence you're seeing from uh, the islands there in Queensland? Sorry, so are you, are you talking about the islanders coming from Samoa playing here, or the island islanders yeah, in yeah, Australia? Or- I guess what I'm saying, just numbers, numbers, and and you know the influence mm. that the numbers of Pacific Island players are having in Queensland rugby. I guess. Yeah, it's huge. It's huge. There's a there's a lot of Pacific Islanders playing um, in the in the competition at my club. At my club itself, it's a majority. I'd say sixty percent, seventy percent Islanders. So, um, oh. and then around the other clubs as well. Uh, there's a lot of Islanders playing. Um, the thing is that they have the athletes. They've got the athletes in front of them. Um, they're all keen, but they're just not getting the coaching. But there are plenty of Islanders here, and there's and I've been in the private school space as well, doing some coaching, and there's plenty of Islanders coming through as well in that space. And I can see a lot that have the that have the potential. A lot of Guys in the same physique as Soili, tall, lanky, um, you know, athletic, natural athletic ability. So, you know, if they get the coaching uh, part right, you know, these guys could really do some damage in the future. Okay, so uh, just finally, Junior, uh, a lot of uh, you've got a lot of friends and um, colleagues back here in New Zealand. What's what's the aspirations? Where do, where do you want to go in, in terms of uh, rugby from here on in? Yeah, so um really passionate about the community space and the development space. Um, my big focus um, at the moment for the next few years is to really, um, at the club that I'm at, is to focus on that youth space and really try and build the club from the under-15s grade up and hopefully build a, you know, uh, a five-year plan to do well. Uh, but at the moment, I'm really passionate and happy where I'm at with the youth space and, and the senior space to really try and create some change um, around that. Junior, uh, absolutely fascinating to catch up with you and uh, get the insight on, on what you're up to. Um, had no idea about uh, that level of participation by Pacific Islanders and Queensland mm. rugby as such. Um, and, of course, uh, looking forward to that game tomorrow with uh, with uh, real anticipation. I, I think it's going to be a, a classic. And I can see it would be a hell of a party, wouldn't it, if they got up, just by the by. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just hope they make the flight the next day. <laughs> Junior, you're a character, mate. Hey, terrific to catch up with you uh, and hear uh, that, that you're doing well and, and getting a lot of satisfaction out of us too. Uh, thanks for your time, mate. Have a terrific day. Cheers, Smithy. Thanks for having me.